friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Yes, we changed the intro. Courtesy of Matt from Orb Studios, and I'm going to tell you all about that at the end of the episode. But today's episode is about two guys that were not afraid to make a three and a half minute long film called An Austin Indie. It's a short, you can find it on YouTube. Um, I'm not going to read the description because it's a terrible description. <laughs> You've just got to go check it out. This, uh, this is a cool little film that these guys really poured their heart and souls into, and you just got to go see it. It's an Austin indie. If you forget, just go to the show notes. The link's going to be in there for that. This is not the first time they've made a video. Uh, they brought me a DVD of a show called The Bob Zula, which I was so pleasantly surprised how cool this was. Uh, when I was a kid, well, yeah, kid. There was a, a video that was made in Abilene, Texas, and it was called Botched. And if you have a copy of this video, I need you to hit me up at media at fortworthroots.com because I want to see it so bad. Nobody knows where this video went. It just disappeared. But the Bob Zula is kind of inside that same ballpark. No, no, no. Let me take that back. The three and a half minute long short is inside the, 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 the ballpark of Botched. Filmed in Abilene, Texas by, by we don't know who, we don't know when, we don't know where. But it, it brought me back to that that experience. The Bob Zula is a much better production uh, all the way around than, than both, than the one they did or botched. So uh, I'd encourage you to check that out. And the Bob Zula is on Amazon. I've got the, the, the link in the, the show notes so you can check that out. Oh, you guys, a brief explanation real quick. I did not forget about you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not giving up on the show. I had a uh, professional uh, change. Uh, I'm no longer in Austin. I made it back to Fort Worth. Yay. Um, nothing wrong with Austin except for it's not Fort Worth. So glad to be home. Uh, we're going to continue to travel, branch out, and find other cool places. We will be going back to Austin to see our awesome friends uh, in the Austin area and, and keep keep the dream alive, but we are back in Fort Worth, and I'm, I'm thrilled about it. So, uh, like I said, stay tuned to the end. I got a lot of information I want to share with you, including, uh, you know, what's going on with Matt over at Orbs, Orb Studios in, in Austin, Texas, and uh, thank y'all for being here, and I'll stop talking. Let's give it up for Brandon Wright and Clint Hoffmeister. Seriously, thank you for being here. Let's start the show. Uh, yeah. I'm like, are you a pilot? I am a pilot. Excellent. You have your your private or what? I do. Yeah, it's a private license. It's Outstanding. Uh, what's your what's your airframe of choice? Uh, self given. Mom. <laughs> I, I don't I fly, know if this is true. I fly F nines only. F nines. Okay, I'm not familiar with the F nine. <laughs> Nobody. Not too many people are. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, let me not get you guys mixed up. Brandon had a really good idea, um, and, and I shot it down. I was like, "Can't do it, man. Just can't do it." And we're, we're recording right now, but what I do is I, I edit at a certain point, and then like the full track. Provided you don't say anything pro-Nazi, goes out to Patreon, and so they're <laughs> not today. The, the, no. the, the patrons are getting the full version, but uh, the the edited and the polished version of this will go out on on all networks. 
um, cool. Spotify and uh, every other one you can name. There are some out there that we don't publish on just because who cares? There's, yeah. But there's a new platform popping up like every week. So I just, I don't stress about it. If somebody contacts me and says, hey, why aren't you on this thing? Then I'll jump on it. But all the major ones were on it. Um, but his idea was that you guys are in character for... Uh, <laughs> For the yeah. entire podcast, I said, "Well, <laughs> that kind of robs the audience of getting That's, to know you." So I was, I was so, yeah, yeah. I was, I was hoping that we. I kind of kicked myself. I'm like, man, I should have had like a fake account set up as Rick, who, and then like, then that every then he only knows us as our characters. <laughs> but it was it was too late. So so uh, what I suggested is like if y'all want to come back and you, you still want to do that idea that you know the, the people they already know you the, the listeners so we could we could do an episode that was just you in character I could interview those characters yeah has got a heck of a backstory if y'all wanted to start off in character I can I can make that the start point if y'all want to do that this is your house so whatever you're feeling hey, i'm not gonna put a gun to your head and tell you to get in character <laughs> yeah. so okay <laughs> oh, thank, thank you <laughs> yeah that would be scary <laughs> is that what podcasts are <laughs> yeah oh shit you didn't tell them about yeah. the murder part huh <laughs> dang it's <laughs> normal it's normal <laughs> well, I, well let's let's work into it i yeah i might okay. need to yeah that can be a later thing. It's like the sure. first kiss, you know. You just want to start slow, <laughs> work into it. Maybe Take your time. Yeah, not too much tongue, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. that'll get you in touch trouble. The hair a little bit. I guarantee <laughs> it will be awkward. <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to? I mean, today. Today, I'm not trying to go too deep on yeah. you. Somebody said something about dad activities. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dad. My son's 11 months now. It's um, good that you have a son since you're a dad, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. a child in yeah, general. It, any any child would have been awesome, but it it's uh it's been a learning curve to say the least. How uh, old is your rookie? Eleven, eleven months. Eleven months. This yeah. is your first. It is that well, I know of. What's his name? Uh, his name is Lucas. 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 Yeah. It's a good name. That's a good name. We have a friend here on Fort Worth who's named Lucas Peterson. Ah. It's one of our favorites. Nice. <laughs> That's good. And myself, I was uh, finishing up an art project, a lawn art sculpture. Um, lawn art? Yeah, it's a kinetic sculpture. Is this in your lawn? Yeah. Okay. It's called the Love Machine. You, you crank it upside, you crank a big big thing, and letters go up and down. Okay. What do the, they spell? Love. Okay. All and, right. Yeah, the neighbors love it. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so. You're going to have to send me a picture of that. I, I've got to see it. Yeah, I will. I'll definitely send you a picture so of that. So did you get it completed, or I are did. we a letter short? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gets awkward without a letter, and I'll tell you what. It says, le. Or ove. Ove, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe low. L- yeah. Oh, okay, we, we, we're killing this, yeah. Clint's a renaissance man. He he does everything, I think. Is it is it everything? Paint, sculpt, music, <laughs> flies F9s, actor. F9s. Which I'm not familiar with. <laughs> they're, 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 they're high All quality. Right. Okay, so we've got uh, four legs on the ground. We've got a wooden frame. Uh, looks like there's, man, there's all sorts of gizmos in the middle there. Is yeah, it it's crank, kind of based cranks on... Cranks on both sides or just a crank on one? Just on one side. Okay. It's based on a simple camshaft, really. Okay. Is all the, right mechanics yeah. yeah if you're out there listening and you are into camshafts well um clint is gonna send me this and i'm gonna put it in the video 
right? Yeah, okay? definitely, for sure. Yeah, for show sure. people what you're talking about. That's actually pretty crazy. I mean, that's I've never seen anything like that. And you just put one together in your yard? I did. Well, in the daytime, I, I run a teen art program, uh-huh. and it's uh, so there's a sculpture class, a painting class, a short film class, photography class, dance class, yeah, whatever. And inside of the sculpture class, I was doing a little kinetic art sculpture and i made a little one and i was like why don't I just blow it up kind of the same thing with the, the camshaft and mm-hmm. pretty cool yeah just like a, a small script can become a, a movie yeah scale yeah which brings us to why you're here today yes yeah so i got on to the austin indie or yeah austin indie film group or whatever i think that's right i honestly just put that link and everything I could find. Right. That's the move. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And Brandon is our, our, the PR guy, the writer, the producer, the, well, I reached out to the right dude then. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I I hit up Brandon and I was like, Hey man, I want to do a podcast. And, uh, that was like what? 48 hours ago. Yeah. It wasn't maybe, (laughs) maybe not even that long. It's pretty, pretty quick. So, the uh, I got I got the link. Did you send it to me yesterday? I'm trying to remember, it, it couldn't have but been I think more you than did like the three launch. days. You didn't do the launch till today, right? Yeah. So I kind of got like VIP access. It was quick. It's very quick. And if that wasn't enough, you brought me a signed autograph and a <laughs> Blu-ray yeah. of what what what's the name of the movie? The Bob Zula, which Clint is also in. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah he really stretched me on that when I played the. High school baseball coach. Okay. (laughs) He was just right for the role. Yeah. My first mustache, I grew out this full thing, you know. It was, got my 70s youth. It was great. Nice. Uh, I I don't usually keep this grotesque beard like this. I have it usually much shorter, but it's been that kind of month. Yeah, Yeah. it has. I'm I'm the odd one out here. I'm the only with not a mustache and a beard. Like it's kind of it's easier just to let it go. Drives me nuts. Like I'm sitting here thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can feel it like touching my top lip. I (laughs) am not okay with it. Yeah, that was that was the rub. Yeah, yeah. Kind of started to tickle a little bit, and I was like, Yeah, I don't know. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. Especially for those, you know. Kisses that you were talking about. Exactly, yeah. It kind of intrudes. Although, <laughs> I had a girl hit on me because I had a stash, and she's like, I like your stash. And I was like, well, okay. I like your attitude. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like where this is headed. Yeah, I was uh, like, awesome. So tell me about the, uh, I, I want to talk about, what what did you call it? I'm sorry, what was the name of this one? Uh, the, the movie I gave you was The Bob Zula. Bob Zula, okay. And the short is... Uh, I got to read the script again. Oh, and in Aust- uh, Aust- Austin, Indy, I in believe Austin. we. It was some working titles in there. So. Yeah, Clint yeah. actually has the. Uh, what, what do you call yeah. it? Not the uh, the, the script. This or is treatment? the script. The script. Yeah, yeah. Well, the treatment. That's it. He that brought it, the... and he had a he had a beer sitting on it earlier. Which later, when this becomes a major <laughs> yeah. film, he's gonna just cringe at the thought of having a beer resting on his golden egg there. I know that's so true. <laughs> I like how you did double-sided print there. You're uh, environmentally conscious. I'm just trying to be efficient with the copier at, at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> wow. Don't. I mean, not I, a sponsor. Yeah. ISD. Yeah. yeah. 
Never mind that. I'll uh, I'll put a link to the the short <laughs> in there. But I I think you were telling me, uh, Brandon, that there's there's more to come. That's just kind of the beginning. Yeah, that's the hope. We we uh, there's kind of a backstory into why we made it. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, this kind of three three and a half minute short is possibly a start of a web series. It okay. hasn't, hasn't really been announced or uh, committed to. We're, we're kind of um, in talks. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you're kind of keeping this one close to the chest, sounds like. Yeah. Some things we can't talk about right now. <laughs> you got to know when to hold them. Uh, yeah, know when okay. to fold them. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. No, is it Kenny Rogers? Ken, Kenny Rogers. Oh, wow, wow, I'm really I nailed it. I'm impressed yeah. that I remembered that. Wow. <laughs> But actually, you did bring that up just recently, and that would be so fun to like see the backstories of these characters, how they all got there. Yeah, they're all kind of quirky anyway. I think it would could lend to some comedy of some sort. Yeah, calm down. Um, and to connect the movie that I gave you, the Bob Zula, um, this short film and Austin Endy kind of was a rejuvenation piece for me personally, just because it it was a lot of fun to do and the feature will take a lot out of you um so it's it was a three-year oh like, my god grueling yeah. process and, wow. and not gonna lie a lot of it's not the fun part of movie making um and this this is kind of like the opposite of that where i'm able to laugh about some of the indie just just stuff. having some fun yeah, yeah. I mean, I did watch Brandon go through the process of making his first feature, and, and it, that, that's Bob Zula. The Bob Zula, which okay. is a great film. I think everyone should check it out. It's based on a story from your life. Yeah, inspired inspired by a small Texas town. Okay, but the organizational skills, the locations, raising money, trying to keep everyone happy on set, and just—I saw your stress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was an amazing process, but I know that it it was. It taxed you at the end. You were like, yes. Clint, I don't know what I don't know what the hell just happened." <laughs> I think I literally said that to you. And I, I just want to uh, say to the listeners, this was all done before I had a kid, right? Uh, yeah. So that would have been impossible. Pre dad days, pre dad yeah. for sure. So what's the uh, what's the small Texas town? Uh, it's based on Magnolia, Texas. Okay. So north of Houston, north of the Woodlands, Conroe area. I've not been there. Yeah, are you familiar with that? Because Fort Worth, did you say it's close to Fort Worth? Yeah, you said Houston. Houston, yeah. Houston, okay. Fort Worth, where are you from? I'm from Minnesota oh, originally. Oh, okay, so Fort Worth is next door neighbors to Dallas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Other way up 35. Yeah. Other way. <laughs> yeah. One time I found out I didn't leave the Austin city limits for like two years. Holy shit. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> So the rest of Texas is totally foreign to me. Were you just working a lot, or do you just really love Austin that much? I, I guess I was just, there's so much to do in Austin, I guess I didn't even have yeah. to leave. Well, so I moved here during COVID. Oh, and, yeah. And so, like, there hasn't been that much to yeah. do. <laughs> wow. yeah. But it doesn't matter, because I work a lot. So, yeah. And this is the first time, I think it's the first time that I've I've worked a full day and then had a podcast. But I'm, I'm feeling pretty tuned up. Okay. COVID slowed you down a little bit? No. No, not at all. I, I mean, it, it slowed down the, the shenanigans, I guess. But yeah. I, like I said, I've been working. So it's, it just hasn't been an issue. But two years not going anywhere else in Texas. Yeah, it was, it was wild. You know, one of those years I didn't even go home for the holidays. Yeah. You, you still have family in Michigan? 
uh, in Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota, I'm yeah, so sorry. That's all right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I did not know where those small towns were when, when Brandon wrote that, the Bob Zula. Yeah. And what's the name of the, I was a coach of, what town was I the coach of? <laughs> yeah. You were, you're a coach of Magnolia and, but the rival, the rival school was Tomball. Tomball, yeah. yeah. And that thing was so tough. Tomball just didn't sound like a town to me. Yeah. Well, you know, welcome to Texas. If you can, <laughs> like, just say a name, like, make something up. Yeah. There's a town in Texas with that name. Yeah. I mean, I've lived here my entire life and every once in a while, somebody will be like, oh, you don't know where Dish, Texas is? And yeah. I'm like, Dish, Texas. That's a real name? Yeah. Are you, Dish? Are you messing with me? Okay. Wow. Okay. Cool. Right on. And it doesn't stop. I mean, it's just uh, relentless. I mean, I, I feel like maybe once a month I'll hear a new name of a town. Yeah. But that's just Texas. So don't feel bad. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Don't, that, thank you. Appreciate it. It's a, what's the second biggest state in the nation? Yeah. So mm-hmm. what's the easiest way for people to find your movies other than the links I'm going to throw in your show notes? Uh, the Bob Zula is on Amazon Prime, and the most recent sh- uh, comedic short is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. The old YouTube. So what goes into that, man? I mean, I I look at it, and I've y'all are the first ones I've had on that are filmmakers. Okay. And I I I love photography. I like making videos, but you know, I I I do very very basic shit with my tools, and it, you're you're making movies, so. <laughs> Yeah. How, can you kind of walk us through the process? Like, what, what, what does it take? How do you do it? What's the equipment like? I agree, Brandon. <laughs> well, <laughs> Clint, you can chime in too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Clint's like I said, a Renaissance man. He's, he's you, you've made some some films as well. I have uh, made some films, but not and the not on the professional level. You have mine are definitely below indie. No, it. It's now, how is it classified as indie? Like, what, what causes that to... So the best definition that I've heard of indie before is um, going into the entire creative process, making a movie without distribution, like a distribution deal. That would be considered uh, indie. So you're doing it independently? Yes. With no funding? Other than maybe you and some friends? Yeah, it's 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 kind of a gray area um, for that one in particular. All friends and family, you know, funded the movie um, based on the guess, Zula like, crowd crowdfunding. Yeah, um, yeah. The shorter stuff is usually just like, "Hey, um, I've got this idea. Can you be here at this time?" And yeah. we all just, "Hey, Brandon, can you like this? The one, the Austin indie, the short one." I kind of came into the premise. I thought that it was for kind of a contest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that the the idea actually was initiated because of another uh, con- contest for a podcast? Actually, oh, okay. Uh, have you? Have you? I don't know if it's kosher to to yeah. plug a podcast. Say uh, whatever you want. Victory Victory uh, Podcast. It's the yeah. Entourage guys. Got to remember the name of it though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Victory Podcast. Is it what you said? I think it is. I need to look it up. I'm not a. Is it on your phone? It's they. They have an Instagram. Uh, I'm not familiar I'll, I'll with look. it. I, I don't so so you, you get connected with these guys from Victory Podcast, and I. A friend of mine who actually um, donated to the Bob Zula is a listener of Victory, and they he tagged me in in their announcement for this contest. Hey, make make a short film, three minutes on your cell phones. Oh. 
and okay. I'll, and he's like, yeah. And yeah, that was the kind of cool one. This one had to be shot on a cell phone, which the technology is pretty oh, amazing yeah. on them. Like, oh yeah, this isn't a flip phone from the early two thousands. Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, these iPhones are just insane. Or yeah, and I, th- I think you, if you watch the film, you, I don't think you'd be able to tell that it was shot on a, a cell phone by any means. Maybe I, that would work good. Honestly, so many people like did. You know, it's it's hard to ask for favors because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing for like ten or you know sometimes more people and and to be it's so I I feel like I'm burdening people. Hey, can you can what what's your that's where Clint you know. Clint yeah, surely I, you step in and start breaking kneecaps, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, it's not a burden to be in a film. Any day on a film set is a good day. It's so much fun. It's got to be. I've yeah. never done it. Well, I've never done that. I got to drive a, a 1978. Uh, Eldorado convertible with a ten foot longhorn <laughs> on the front of it. Like, was that yeah. the car in the short? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, Randomly, uh, yeah. Another actor, Greg Ginther, shows up with it's a car that he owns. He's like, "Hey, I thought you could use this in the movie." <laughs> and, yeah, it was it was there's, perfect. There's a some kind of big, huge bodied Cadillac right down the parking lot here, and it's got the longhorns on it. Yeah, it's so cool. I think that's a classic Texas car, but I gotta throw. See, I gotta, you see a few of them, don't you? Yeah, yeah come to Fort Worth; they're there too. If you're oh cool. <laughs> so he, uh, Brandon, handed me his phone to to show me it's Victory the podcast, and these are the ones that initiated what became then your short. Yes. The, okay. So they had some uh, some contest requirements, and I kind of hesitate there because Clint and I have done a, a lot of. Uh, Another friend of ours, Ethan um, Bernal, like a lot of forty-eight-hour film projects, with and what I I guess they're pretty strict contest rules. Yeah. Um, so this this contest was pretty lenient. It was. Yeah. What were they? I'm not even familiar. I don't even know what they were. Yeah. So um, it was yeah basically make anything you want as long as it's three minutes and on a phone and um, taking some liberty. We I do have a nice camera, so I dual shot with our phone and my nice camera so okay so you're like inside the confines of the the contest but you also want to do something else with this so you're using a better <laughs> camera right I, you got to be kind of thinking one step ahead like sure. are, are these oh hell yeah you know I, what's what's the likelihood of these people even like watching it Meanwhile, you asked all these favors. Yeah. You've got these people here. You've written this, a script. I mean, it's, yeah. I didn't think of that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I Like I said, I, I think it all just stemmed from, like, the passion of the idea originally. And I was like, this is, like, the first, like, script that I'm, like, really excited about. These characters, are, they're just, like, really wacky and having a good time, rebellious. And um, I was like, this... This is fun. Like, I, I kind of want to make the most of it. Yeah. And what I think Brandon's so good at as a filmmaker, like, he is a producer. Like, I, well, I, I guess I've seen Brandon in situations where he, he films everything and edits everything. But now he's become, like, a producer. Like, you got people to help you film. You have someone helping you edit. But you manage all these things. But you, you also provide the script. I can't believe it all comes together at the end because... <laughs> I can't believe just showing someone the footage in a script and then they edit it to get what we got. Blows my mind. Well, you're you're making stuff that 
it, it's going to strike a particular audience. Yep. And uh, I was telling Clint whenever he first got here, there was a movie whenever we were kids that somebody shot in my home, hometown, Abilene, Texas. And wow. if by chance somebody has a copy of this movie somewhere out there that is listening to the show, it was called Botched. Find us. I want to see botched. <laughs> Please, it was so good. But it, you know, it, it, I, it would definitely fall within the confines of the the indie. I mean, the way you described it, just because it was just a bunch of dumbasses making a hilarious video with with a pretty decent script. I mean, it was about a cocaine deal gone wrong, <laughs> and it was so funny. And it was, you know, like we weren't making fun of like how stupid it was, but it was stupid and we loved it because it was so stupid and yeah, they, they yeah. weren't trying to make a serious thing, but they did go through all the trouble to put something together. That was, <laughs> I mean, pretty, pretty quality for, for what they were using. And I mean, in our little hometown and anyway, I, I've asked some of my friends that I knew saw this uh, movie over the years. Like, did we ever find a copy of that? Like, who <laughs> who knows where that came from? And then I think we finally got a hold of the guy that had the movie, and he was just like, "Yeah, I have no, no idea. It. I don't <laughs> know where it came from." So, wow! But I mean, uh, when that technology switches, so much information gets lost. Like you know, and yeah, and there's so much stuff that is probably flying by everybody's radar. Just because, I mean, right here in my hand, I've got my my cell phone. It's a year and a half old now, and it's it's still so advanced. I mean, I, I can take great photos with it. I can, you know, I, I could shoot a f- five-hour-long video with this in 4K, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. And back then, they're still using, you know, cassette with the, the big shoulder yeah. uh, carry... <laughs> You need a huge backpack the, to carry it around. Like, just, I mean, so yeah, it's yeah. it's gotten so much easier to make little films and stuff like that. I do think what if you're talking about botched, you know, what I think what filmmaking just takes the fun. The yeah. gorilla making, the the gorilla approach is so fun. Mm-hmm. You don't need lots of technology to have a great no, time. No, and nobody expects it with something like yeah. that. Now, I, 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 I cannot wait to, to watch the Blu-ray there, but um, like, like what y'all did for that, that short, nobody's expecting that to be a polished Hollywood movie. They want it to be whatever you were <laughs> expecting people to see. So nobody's expecting you know 4K uh, quality. Nobody's expecting that, I don't think, right? Well, I think that was the fun of it. Like you said, I think you felt so much pressure for making the movie so perfect. And so, yeah. and just, just to step into this and just be like, let's just action, go. Yeah. It, and I love improvisation. So yeah. that there's definitely a lot of that going on. Where So, so there's a, a sense of like freedom and just kind of like, I don't know, let's do, do what we think is funny. And, and basically, you, I mean, as you know, like just edit it out if it's, yeah. yeah. Sonic. Well, that didn't work, or it, it doesn't really flow with the rest of the story, so... Yeah. Right? But every character you write, Brandon, has structure. There's a structure, but you allow for improvisation while we're going for it. Like, if if, if we have nothing to do, or, or if we can't think of something that doesn't make sense, we stick to the script. But if you always leave room for... <laughs> it's, it's a c- 
other. Can, can we get a couple of those improvised lines you had there? <laughs> yeah, with, yeah uh, let's hear it. With the, the cocaine. Hold on, what, oh, okay, the so we got Brandon and Clint here. <laughs> Who are our characters in the in the short? Uh, well, I'm uh, Sergeant Grackle. Yeah, it, it is real life name. Yeah. It, it, it gets confusing. Like, So his, his character's name is Max, and he's yeah, Sergeant Grackle. Uh, yeah, so two characters mm-hmm. in three minutes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Stay with me. Yeah. All right, so Max is what? Max is the real person. Okay. And... The, the guy on set oh, is Grackle. Right. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so Max is the one trying to help pitch the deal. Mm-hmm. I'm your best friend, yep. and I'm just supporting this filmmaker. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's a great actor, um, and <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> and, then, and then Sergeant Grackle is uh, the one of the two that jumps out of the car, right? Yes, yes. I have the severed hand on my handcuff. Uh-huh. For I don't know what reason, the does last it, guy does, that does we that we nabbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's <laughs> and, and, and you're a Sergeant Hoot. Yeah. Uh, so you're jumping out of the passenger side of the car, right? Yes. Yeah. That is a cool shot. That is a cool shot. That's the best shot. Yeah, that's the best shot in the movie for sure. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, he did write it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he always gets the cool parts. Yeah. The I got give shout out to. Uh, and I'm gonna pronounce the name wrong. Uh, Teo, Teo, Tayo, Tayo. See the one that caught the shot. Tayo was was behind the cam, and Andrew uh, was assistant directing. So both of yeah. those guys did an awesome job. Um, you know another gem in this movie, uh, Greg, the the drug lord. Uh huh. He sold Dylan. What, what? He was on 90210. Oh, and, yeah. and, and he sold Dylan heroin on the show. <laughs> For, so this has just yeah, always been his thing. <laughs> he's, he's just an on-camera drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that ever kind of moved him into the real world of drug yeah. dealing? Maybe? No. It's okay. He, you don't have to. He owns a window business in real life. Because I am wearing a wire. Yeah. <laughs> by the way. Uh. <laughs> no, no. If, if, if anybody. I'm out of here. <laughs> please find this clip on YouTube and, and look it up. It's It's pretty incredible. Like. The the nine hundred two one zero one yeah yeah he must have Great. been a young man I mean he was he was it was must have been like seven years old no I'm just kidding. so <laughs> so he's selling heroin to which character uh Dylan Dylan okay I didn't <laughs> who uh, I didn't watch the show so so there was but I mean and R I P he passed oh he was okay. the Luke Perry it was Luke Perry from he also did Friends. Perry. Isn't Luke Perry on 90210? No? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. I feel like I'm definitely wrong. Um, I'm showing my age here. I Who think the hell am I thinking of? Yeah, but, but Greg is, Matt? is also in the Bob Zula. He, he plays a, a gun-toting uh, angry father. <laughs> but he, he's, he's a great actor. It is Luke Perry. Luke Perry, okay. Um, he was also in Riverdale. I think it was one of his last reoccurring roles. Luke yeah. Perry... Death. But I think he was his name was Dylan in 90210, and that, that was the hottest American show. actor. He died in 2019. Yeah, too soon. Where are the rest of the facts here? Jason Priestley. You do your thing. This is where post-editing comes in. <laughs> um, IMDB. I could do this on my phone, by the way, but I've got your phone in my hand, so... <laughs> 
No All right, Luke Perry, IMDb. And that, I mean, I just thought that was funny that he yeah. was a... 52, man. He was 52. Yeah, he had a Damn. kind of a tragic little ending there. What happened to him? Burbank, California. I think it was just like a like a heart attack. Damn. Just like, you know we just lost DMX? I did hear the, yeah. With respect. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it like him. That was, <laughs> that was garbage. I feel bad now. I know. I, I feel like I did one earlier really good, though. Like off recording. Off. Yeah, yeah, that was an amazing one. I thought. That. Yeah, yeah, you heard it right. The off off court <laughs> one. No, this was I like was this was like later uh, earlier today. We were talking about it. Me and a friend of mine, and oh, no, uh, he's, he's he's telling me about this. Like like it's the most tragic thing that has ever happened to him. And I'm like, did did you know him? Did, you did y'all <laughs> hang out? <laughs> not not to make light of it. I mean, he's yeah, he's somebody that. Uh, was was in all of our lives. I mean, it's a very well known figure, mm-hmm. but it sounds like uh, sounds like he had some kind of drug overdose, which is extremely unfortunate. So, but isn't that interesting? How someone from the entertainment world can almost feel like a friend, and we've never met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, because yeah. they, you know, you, you listen to podcasts as much as I do, and the, these people are kind. Of, I mean, I I reference people from podcasts. Yeah, almost in every conversation because it's in my ear. It's I'm I'm hearing it all the time. And oh, you know what? This kind of reminds me of this other thing I heard. And oh, check this out. And I just start rattling off like like a conversation I had with a friend or something. Yeah, sure. yeah. So I I get it. Yeah. And you're you're now in that limelight as well with your huge films. That's, yeah, man. Uh, also the the prince. What's his name? The the he he was a duke he, but he died it's like i only know oh. this because i got addicted to the crown yeah he's Netflix. the is it queen elizabeth's father oh. hey clint move that mic up to your mouth man okay sorry perfect thank no, no. you i'm yeah. not chastising you i don't know i just out. forgot i'd be it'd be terrible like your flies down and i don't say anything <laughs> and then you walk into a room full of students it's terrible we don't want that thank you thank you <laughs> i'm sure I'm sure it's happened oh absolutely we're not going to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> next car. Next car. No. no, yeah, I think. But but he, but he was old. Not. Yeah, he's he, like ninety nine. I have no idea who you're talking about. Um, and had great health care his whole life. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. How old was he? Ninety nine. Yeah. Oh shit. He's older than the castle. Is, is he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you want to live that long? Ninety nine seems no painful. Uh, yeah. Nah. Not unless some technology kicks in and yeah. get the Elon Musk upgrade. What are you what are you holding out for? Do you want a new body? Do you want a synthetic environment? Body. Body? <laughs> Not yeah. okay. Now you're showing your age. Yeah. Everybody else wants the synthetic environment, right? <laughs> I want to ride a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that would In be somebody else's skin. Well, that's a body. <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that existentially, I guess. I'm thinking, I, I just like to go at a, at a ripe age, 70. Yeah, 70 seems good, right? Until you get to 70. Yeah, I was going to say. 80? Is that sure. more? Sure, until you get to 80, yeah. right? <laughs> it always seems good sitting here at like whatever age you're at, no. projecting, but like when you get there, so like, dude, I never thought I was going to make it to 35. Yeah. I, no way. No way. I'll yeah. definitely be dead tomorrow. You know? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. What's that? Don't trust anyone over 30, did they used to say that? Or was it 40? Like... I mean, I would probably say 30. I think, I, think, 30. I think when I was a kid, I didn't trust anybody over 30. Yeah, and when I say kid, I mean like 18 and up. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know why this conversation is getting so dark, but it made me think, <laughs> think of... Uh... It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. Okay. Yeah, so we can correct this at any time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was going <laughs> to reference something. We're like really affecting you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Okay, so there was this guy. Yeah, right. Um, you can, I guess you can edit it if it, but it's too <laughs> dark. But there was another oh. mass shooting. There was another mass shooting in Bryan, Texas. Is this real? Some pissed off employer. Um, when, when did this happen? I think like, this is real. Yeah, it's like yesterday or, or oh, something. Shit. But but he killed like one one person, um, and now now that's the fortunate part is only one person died. But um, hopefully it was the gunman, right? Did he die? He's in custody. He's, he's twenty seven. I look at the guy's. Damn, I, what? I look at the guy's picture. I'm like looking at him like, man, you know, he he's 27. I'm older than this guy. It's, this essentially is a kid. Yeah, that's a kid. 27. Like, life is over. Took someone else's life. Yeah, just and uh, and what 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 are they what are they saying? You know, what what was he mentally ill? What happened? Did, did he just have a bad day? I don't, yeah, since it's I'm, so I'm recent, just asking these questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, expect yeah. you to answer them. Oh, yeah. gosh, I wish <laughs> I knew. I wish I... <laughs> I, I kind of think that we, like, kind of, we shouldn't even say his name. We shouldn't even, like... No, hell no. The, yeah, like, no. hell with that. I'm, I'm with you on that 100%, but I think as, as a culture, and I've heard somebody else say this, so I'm just regurgitating it, but we are getting numb to mm. these things. Like, I think Columbine was probably, like, the most... <sighs> publicized or you know it it's the one that kind of starts off the school shootings for me and in my mind and then after that you know they were pretty far spaced out as far as frequency but now it seems like like i didn't even hear about that now i don't i don't listen to the news anymore because i just don't give a shit yeah and you know i think life is better without listening to the news I, really just man yeah. i i got so stressed out listening yeah so i just shut it off and then like i would take these long breaks and now i'm at a point where like i it's not a break it's just i don't listen to it yeah i it, just don't and don't the first f- time i turned on one of the major news networks in probably six or seven years was whenever the coronavirus thing popped up yeah, that one was hard to avoid. You couldn't really avoid that one. Yeah, everybody's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? <laughs> like, so, you know, you're, you're going to jump into everything you can to try to get a handle on it. Of course, you know, misinformation, bad information, no information. Yeah. But with that said, like, I, I think that was like a, like the early days of, of the virus, like a prompting to, um, I used to perform comedy live and, and I used you know, did you stand up? Uh, I I was part of improv groups, nice. and I I tried stand up, but could really only do it like drunk, and <laughs> it, was, it wasn't funny to anybody else but me. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's all that matters. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but consider but, the audience. So I, it, yeah, in a, in a way, this is kind of like, uh, yeah, just a rejuvenation of uh, just like the important recognizing the importance of like bringing joy to people, like especially yeah. in these like pretty dark times. And, um, so yeah, I just want to do that as much as possible. Well, how long did it take you to write this? To d- uh, it, I, I honestly, I wrestled with it for a really long time. Um, it, I 
had set the date um, to because we had to meet the contest deadline, and then I didn't have an idea. I just had like writer's block, and so I postponed it a week. I think I emailed everybody like, "Hey, I'm just gonna I, I I've got nothing," um, and uh, that that weekend when I knew like, okay, I got to give people at least more than five days to prepare. So I I like. I don't know, honestly, I prayed to God <laughs> and said, can you, can you help me with this idea? And, and, and came together. Um, Universe kind of did you a solid. It was, uh, See, I did not know this. I, I kind of thought you had it written. and it, it, I love that. That's awesome. It was, it was bizarre. It was, uh, but yeah, so it, the movie in a movie idea just kind of steamrolled. I think everyone wants to either be in a detective movie <laughs> or, or make one. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, let's make the worst detective movie ever. <laughs> and it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I love like mockumentaries in general. I love just like the satire. It allows the characters to go so big and you can just have so much fun with it and don't have to be so confined. I like the, the ending. I mean, it sounds kind of <laughs> stupid, but at the that was one of my favorite parts. Was the way you ended it. That was uh, was perfect for a three minute three minute <laughs> film. Like, That's the best way to do it. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna spoil it. Y'all have to go check it out. I'm not gonna spoil it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Another <laughs> thing though, like sometimes people try and wait for creative inspiration to come upon them, mm-hmm. and if you just wait and wait and wait, it's probably not gonna happen. That's life. And you just force yourself to do it. You just gotta make. Yeah, yeah. That's life, right? I mean, yeah. if you if you get that. Uh, anxiety that the yeah well, i don't know what the hell they call it but that that feeling where you're you're ready to go but you're afraid to start because what if you're not ready to go yeah so you just pull the damn trigger and you go for it which can be detrimental but also i especially with what you're doing you know you can build on something like that so you, you get it going and shit let's see what happens learn learn from it or yeah, yeah. Even I think the idea of maybe even developing these characters further is something you didn't think about before this happened. But yeah, not at all. Um, and then like once you see it kind of brought to life, then then you kind of fall in love with it like even more. And you're like, man, I, I want I want to see more of this. Like, what what if these guys are making a western? What if these guys are making a horror movie? <laughs> like, yeah, like that sounds that's funny, fun, fun, God, fun to do a western. Um, Interlingua, Texas. That's where we would shoot this thing. Yeah, that would be great. I want to hold the camera. <laughs> yeah, I want the little thing going over the highway, the little the dust bowl. And the yes. Talking about the tumbleweed? That, yeah, that's tumbleweed that's across the highway. Oh, you don't have tumbleweeds up there, do you? No, not in Minnesota. Well, we don't have tumbleweeds in Austin. I haven't seen one. No, I, I don't one. think so. I'm, okay. I like originally, originally... Yeah, I don't Midland, Texas is where oh. I hail from. And, I've, I've and, heard of Midland. In Midland, there ain't shit but tumbleweeds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah but you're not going to see those in Austin. But it's the weirdest thing. It's just like, it's this thing that grows out of the ground, and it looks like it was meant to just like break off and be a tumbleweed. <laughs> it's supposed to be a tumbleweed. But I think that's how it spreads its seeds. I, I mean, that's, that's got to be... genetic. Right? Oh, wow. That's... Yeah, that's, that's the, the power. Reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would never work in any other place except for like this desolate, flat fucking... And it looks amazing <laughs> on screen. I mean, it just... Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we both thought of good, bad, <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic. We need more tumbleweeds in Austin. Yeah. Uh, more tumbleweed down here. We got some... Uh, 
<laughs> Next thing, the whole film's just tumbling. <laughs> People are in silence. Ah! Let's do that. Let's yeah. make a film. Oh, shit. Did you ever uh, see Rubber? It's Jim a whole Carey? movie about a fucking tire that kills people. Oh, okay. that's amazing. <laughs> we should do one. Yeah. Tumbleweeds. I love that. Yeah. Instead it's of low like, budget, except for maybe it's not because, man, you got to get a bunch of tumbleweeds. In, instead of the bubble, <laughs> you just have tumbleweed fights. You're inside the tumbleweeds. <laughs> Dude, you're leaving with stitches. No way. <laughs> yeah. A tumbleweed big enough to haul around a human is definitely going to mess you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything for art yeah anything absolutely for, art. for the arts for the kids <laughs> for the kids for, for, the, for the dreams for the children <laughs> or whatever <laughs> brandon's like uh that's that is a, that's a big budget film i think i think so too T- tumbleweed it's gonna take a lot of people there's gonna be a lot of trailers involved green screens some zip ties duct tape <laughs> I can't, I can't 550 cord band-aid budget is outrageous <laughs> yeah. the roof already Good we luck. haven't even put anything on paper yet <laughs> Insurance would be crazy. You want to do what? Yeah. what? Click. <laughs> Don't call me back again, fool. <laughs> was that Mr. T? That was my Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T, no finance, no tumbleweed movie, fool. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so glad y'all are here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm probably like, oh, my God. Why did we bring this guy? <laughs> no, no, I... I I actually knew Mr. T's daughter. Um, she oh, did you? What? She's an actor. She's an <laughs> she's an actress in L.A. now. Um, on a nice. where yeah. are they from? Where's Mr. T yeah. from? Uh, sh- I'm not. I'm not. How do you know them? She she was a comedian in Chicago when I was there, and uh, yeah, very nice person. You were doing comedy in Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Hey, when Joe Rogan opens up his comedy club here in Austin, yes, let's go. Are we gonna do some open mic shit or what? I'll definitely go. I, I no, feel no, no, like no, no. I'm a we're, spectator. Right? If, if he's hey, got open mic, we're gonna have to. I don't do. I, I don't do. I don't do. I do not do COVID jokes. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh, they're, they're, they're tasteless. Cocaine. They're, they're tasteless. Okay, that's bad. Right. That's, that's, that's so the bad. worst. That's, that's so actually bad. a really good dad joke. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. Yeah, that's no, great. Okay, <laughs> so we know Brandon's. Brandon, got kids. yeah. Do you have kids too? I have no children. You got a whole. I didn't know. I got 150 children. Yeah, I was about to say you've got. As an educator, not yeah. as a... Wow, yeah. If you had 150 of your own... Yeah, that would be... I'm no Wilt Chamberlain. There's a, <laughs> well, there's that, but there's also a, a documentary on Netflix about some guy that like... A milkman or something? I can't remember the name of it. A milkman? I, ho- I hope that's not the name of it because yeah. it's really gross. This dude like <laughs> was giving women like their annual checkups or fertility checkups or something and injecting I them heard about with that. his yeah. semen. Yeah, they sign up for like, I want the doctor with this IQ, and instead they get his. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I I think they were going to him to like just make sure they were dropping eggs. Ah. And he's like, yeah, cool, go home to your husband and do love. And meantime, he's <sighs> taking the turkey baster. And I mean, this is getting really graphic, but it really happened. That and is bad. they still don't know how many children that dude has. But, I mean, if you were going to have 150 kids, I think that's the only way to do it. Oh, like, what are his jeans like? Is he smart? Probably not good. He was like ugly Levi's? and bald. I think he was a Levi guy. <laughs> Gee, R- Wranglers? Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Dad joke too. Can you think of anything All worse? Day. Like, like I, at what point does your mom tell you, okay, it's like, you know, yeah. we love you, right? Yeah. This oh. is your father. I am your mother. But yeah. we got to have this talk. Yeah. Because. The dentist is, oh. is your dad. You're... <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine that? That it would, would be horrible. Just just horrible. And then as the kid. 
Yeah. I hate you, mom. I hate you, dad. I knew you weren't mine. That, that's a lot. That's, that's that's too much. That's too much for anyone to handle. And then we got dark again. Why did he do yeah. that? Like, why, I did, I, why did I take the conversation there? Hmm. Let's ask the real question. Uh, okay. <laughs> Life is dark sometimes. You know, it's not all. No, it's, not all, it's not all Disney. You said 150 kids, so you're either a teacher oh, or okay. you're that guy from Netflix. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. funny. You should say Disney. I'm going to Orlando, which is Ooh. not Disney. We're not going to Disney. We're going to. Uh, Universal Studios. And I think personally, if you're over the age of 15 and you're going to Disneyland without children, <laughs> you know, you come might on. need to be on a list. Well, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't kidding, take yeah. it that far. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't yeah, take yeah. it that far. I agree, but, yeah. but I think that, you know. Could be a dream. Could be on. a bucket, yeah. bucket list gonna dream. You're going to take pictures with Mickey. Is that why you're there? I'm, and I'm, I'm really, I'm not alluding to the fact that there's anything. Uh, morally complicated with somebody that that goes without children after a certain age but uh what what's the allure well i guess the rides i mean i haven't been there to a place like that for years but i hear the harry potter stuff it's pretty wild <laughs> no tell pretty, me more pretty wild ride that's cool and now they have <laughs> you, what ride the broomstick i don't yeah. know marvel i think's included in that uh, maybe, maybe i'm just i'm uneducated and i don't know about these things yeah i'm ignorant no, it's but, not wrong to say I don't want to be a grown man alone at Disney. <laughs> I, I don't think there's like, anything wrong with that's that. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But Orlando uh, for the Universal Studios, that seems pretty pretty normal. I don't know. That I'm uh, going to an amusement park, whatever. Yeah. But that's a, is that like where, I mean, they talk about film. They have all the, like the old it's, sets you know, and it's, stuff. It's kind of centered around movies. Yeah. So for me, it's just, it's great. Yeah. I'm going to love it. Yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds I, super fun. Well, there's would, rides and shit, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, Cocoa Beach is also close by. It's How a, close? Thirty minutes. Damn. It's a beautiful surfing spot. Okay, Ooh. okay. I don't surf because there's sharks, and I've seen Jaws, <laughs> but statistically, I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to get over know. that. As I had a, a podcast guest on uh, episode two, I think she was actually the first one I recorded, but. It ended up being episode two, and she surfs, and she did not get bit by a shark. She has not oh. yet been. I'm, I'm sorry. Where's the wood? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that movie. Did you see that movie? Which one? Where that high school girl gets bitten by? Oh, and yeah. She like survives on a buoy. Uh she, no, they. It, Cuts her, oh, bites her arm yeah, 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 off. Yeah, she was like then, a professional level of becoming. Yeah. I just recently saw it. I didn't finish it. But Very I, inspirational movie, but sad and You know, I think anytime we lose an appendage, it's pretty sad. Yeah. In it's like part age. of you. you know? It's like part of you. Yeah. You know? I don't want to lose an arm. I don't want to lose a finger. You remember when you were a kid and like somebody would have like a finger missing? Do you remember what that did to your Shop head? class. You're just like, do you know the shop teacher? Is he missing all his fingers? Yeah. I know a kid in our school oh, like yeah. cut off one of his fingers in shop class. Oh, shit. <laughs> like this year? No, no. This was at back when I was in high school. He was like five years older than me. But uh, he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what happens, man. That's what happens. Someone man. tells a joke when you're on the band song. <laughs> Next thing you know. You know, I saw Four this. Finger Charlie. I don't, I don't know if this is like mainstream yet, but they have a technology now where they send, actually, I'm pretty damn sure it is like mainstream tech, but uh, they send an electric charge through the blade. And somehow or another, if that electric charge comes in contact with like 
skin, there is an emergency lock that is always like really, really close to that blade. And I mean, it slams into it. Wow. And of course, wow. I don't think anybody's brave enough to try this shit out, but they took something that was like, <laughs> Like this a, is a human hand, like a dead or pig maybe foot they, or something. Maybe maybe pork, yeah, something. But they, you know, they they put it right up to the blade, and it's like it's like okay, here it goes. And Whoa. I mean, if you're watching it with high speed, you can see like the point at where it. But if you're looking at it naked eye, it looks like it almost like intuitively stops like beforehand. But there's an electrical charge that runs through the blade, and whenever it comes in contact with. I think water disrupts it or something. So the, wow. moist, the moisture from your skin stops the blade. That's really what happens. So that person should be a millionaire. That's a great invention. Oh, I'm sure that person is a bazillionaire. Yeah, like it's lots of money. Yeah, our character in the movie lost a hand. Maybe that was. Maybe that could was, it could have been prevented? <laughs> yeah, he had it. He had it coming. If only. Yeah. One of those in the year two thousand. In the year 2000. <laughs> Big Conan fan. Big Conan fan. Yes. Big Conan fan also. Have you seen him lately? His hair is getting bigger. He's always doing stuff. <laughs> he's he's kind of underground, but he's still doing stuff. Yeah. He, he, they, he stopped his show. Now he's doing something almost similar to this, isn't he? Almost like uh, He does renegade. have a podcast, he, and it's fucking hilarious. Is it funny? <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Conan. What's up? Four what up, Roots wants you on the show. He's busy. He's busy doing stuff. Um, otherwise, he would. I know he would, but he's busy doing oh. his hair. <laughs> Conan's hilarious. He's got great hair. Tall. Uh, tall. Very tall. <laughs> so we've talked about two films that you've uh, made and are done. Yep. Have you done more before these or in between these? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many, but a number of Sketches and short films. You don't uh, know how many? Prolific. He's prolific. That's what... Do you ever sleep, man? I know. I, I'm i a big picture guy, not yeah. a detailed person. <laughs> so I get stuff done, but it's... You, you know what I mean? It's like... You you consistently pop out scripts, though, and things and I, challenges. It's awesome. I love... That's my passion, is like seeing a script come to life. Like, I, I think there's nothing cooler than that, like... Have an idea and seeing it developed, uh, getting feedback from it that like like this. So thank you very much yes. for having us, like, dude. Thank you, thank you so much. It's, uh, it's a this blast. Is, no, this is great. I love this, and it's 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 refreshing for me to like get somebody from a new industry too, because I've I've shit I don't know dozen plus, but people from different industries. This is the first time I've had anybody <laughs> in your realm on the show, and I'm loving it. Brandon, like he's he he does see the big picture. So we we're making this film called uh, Prophecy of the Quill for this forty-eight hour film festival. Prophecy of the Quill. Prophecy of the Quill. It's okay. a very fun little movie, but <laughs> there's really it's kind of all improv improvised a little bit. We have like a, a basic sketch. So we're walking through the woods, and also Brandon Brandon goes to me like, Clint, um, <laughs> would you mind just uh jumping in the river over there and submerging yourself in the river um i got a good idea and like i was like what <laughs> like the river's kind of raging i'm like and it's it brown and i'm like do it i, I did do it yeah <laughs> I, ended, I ended up jumping in the river submerging myself trying to hold your breath for like five seconds is pretty tough underneath the moving 
Wow. He's a champion. Clint. He's a champion. And then and then it turned out to be one of the coolest scenes in the movie, but it was just like on the fly. And he's, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But he's got yeah. a vision for the film. He really does. And which one was this? Quell? The Prophecy, Prophecy of the Quill. Yeah. So I'll, I'll say like we, we like I mentioned earlier, <laughs> <laughs> like with Ethan Bernal, like we compete in these 48-hour film projects. We have a weekend to make something. Like yeah. Kelly Hassandras. Kelly Hassandras, yes. Um, and... Uh, it's insane. It's a, it's a wild like weekend of, of sleeplessness and and just like seeing what what we can do and guerrilla filmmaking. Each, just go for it. Yeah. Each one uh, we the rules are you you draw a genre. That one was fantasy. Um, what else have we drawn? Well, our first one was a superhero. A superhero. We have a short, short film that's superhero genre. You uh, and I played detectives in. Uh, under the knife. Under the knife. Real quick, who yeah. took care of costumes during the superhero one? You know, Brandon. Brandon's pretty damn good at that. Although my friend Kelly <laughs> did have a full blue jumpsuit, and then I made a cape like that morning from yeah. Walmart. Felt nice. And you had a you had a blue. It was almost like a, a mechanics. Uh, but then Brandon's married to your wife's from India. Uh, she's born in India, India from from Dubai. Yeah, we have a large following in India. Yeah. So for this sci-fi, we didn't really have a costume. They got me like a Sia white wig. I could barely see. And then I wore what you wore to your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was uh, wedding pictures or something like that. It was yeah. A sar- yeah. A sari and and it, it it was like perfect for the character. And I asked my wife for permission, you know. I was like, I know this For is, sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like. <laughs> That's the move. This is going to get. My character is not that smart. (laughs) You're not getting this back. Yeah. If you do, you're not going to want it. Did I jump in the river with that on? Oh, yeah. That's right. I did, yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) what's the plot uh, for for that movie? Oh, man. That's... Why do you explain that? Does anybody need a beer? I'll take one. I'll I'll take another one. Um, Well, the plot is this woman is writing in her diary this story that this, this thing's happening to her. But in in, re, in reality, the movie is about what she's writing in her diary. It's very meta. It's, I mean, seven and a half stars on most on the Dallas Tribune. Dallas Tribune. <laughs> <laughs> Not that really. That is a lie. Not really. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And and that's shot under Brandon Reich Films, right? It's it's what the, what do you, I, I mean is everything under Brandon Rank film is that what the the forty eight I'm trying to remember Ethan and I started doing our own thing around the cake uh, what, what what was the cake yeah that was our third film third. Or, I don't know again like I did not I was able to I run a teen hour program mm-hmm. and I was had a, a a film class because our kids love film. And I was able to hire Brandon. He's my boss. We should have said that like immediately in the But interview. no, that was way back in the day. That was like 10 years ago. And then all of a sudden I get this call. Like I hadn't seen Brandon for like four years. He's like, do you want to be in a, a short film we're doing? I was like, Brandon, I'm not an actor. He's like, I think you could do it. And it's been an amazing experience in my life that he totally plucked me out of the the crowd and and gave me a a super fun thing to do 
Well, and you're a great boss, too. I mean, everybody listening to the show right now would yeah. love to throw oh their my. boss in the river. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, and I you think, just did it. I think yeah. that's maybe, maybe that was the setup. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to run you over by, by a car. You know what would be really river. cool? If we stabbed you repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That makes sense now. No, Clint. It's got to look real. Yeah. I mean, you really have to sacrifice yourself. Yeah. You really have to sacrifice a lot. Uh, Without real blood, uh, the audience isn't going to get it. That looks like pancake syrup. Yeah. We need the real deal, Clint. Come on. Yeah. I got a shout out to Eric Oliveres, who, Eric. who like give, gave us... like I. The idea to put you and Kelly together, um, and for those forty eights. But um, my coworker Kelly Saunders, who is a hoot and holler, and a she went to school for performance art. Um, she's just if you meet her, she's just kind of a force of nature woman. So Brandon, and she's in this film also. She plays the, the constable. Yeah, she's the officer. Oh, a small yeah, role, yeah. but like, uh, and she's also in the Bob Zula. She plays. The, the teacher. Yeah, with the mullet. The nice. Miss Mullet. <laughs> but, uh... I, yeah, lo- I, I love that woman. She's a great friend and performer. Yeah, definitely been fortunate. Like, since I moved to Austin, like, just met some incredible, like, talented people. And, like, it's it's been... It's it's been fun. It's been like Austin still kind of attracts people like that, right? I mean, it, it is kind of a creative community still. I know it's turning into this kind of techie thing, but I think it's still very creative. Hope so. I mean, it I seems s- like it. I've I've met quite a few people yeah. that are just right there. Same thing. I've been going to this open mic at Opa Wine Bar on Wednesdays. Where you- is it located? And I'm gonna listen to this later yeah, to get the directions. It's on- Old Torf in South Lamar. South Lamar, I'm it's familiar a, with. It's an old house. You know where that kind of got converted into, like, it's called Opa Wine Bar. It's got a big front patio. But on Wednesday nights, uh, just amazing musicians. Like, the sign-up's at 7.30. At 7.30, there's 26 musicians wanting to play. This town is has so much creative energy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's beautiful. I can't wait to get out and start seeing some of this stuff i've been i've been out i have ventured out i haven't been a complete shut i've been out a little bit but there's not a whole lot i mean everybody's you know it's either because of the city or the state or federal you know trying to adhere to the laws and rules and whatever and then some of it is you know is it even okay is it even is it even safe or yeah, nothing morally big, yeah. acceptable for me to put a show on right now. There is a fine line there for sure. I so, think, and then and then the other repercussion is the people that currently support me. Like, what would they think if I did this? You yeah, know? yeah. For, Am I going to lose people because I wanted to go out and I I really felt like I needed to perform because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to lose my mind because I haven't performed in a year live. I think for mental health, I think that wasn't affecting people that. I'm, but these yeah. are all the things yeah, that probably go through people's questions. minds. And uh, for the record, I I have one shot down a couple weeks ago. I, that one shot even kind of gives me some uh, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. But what, I, I, what are you saying? One shot? One one the, the old COVID shot. Oh we, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So you. You just got yours today. You got the uh, Johnson and Johnson, the Jansen last night. Yep, and, and you're right. Like they tried to make it sound all 
East Coasty. Jansen. Jansen. Jansen over and then, here. And then you you had yours too? I, I got one, but I got one of the, the Meridian. Is that what it's called? Mer- Man. It's oh, shit. Man. If you hadn't said it like that. Yeah. Moderna. I, Moderna. The Moderna. Brandon, so I, I Brandon still, came through in the clinch. <laughs> and not even to go in that direction, but like uh, I do feel like we're starting to come out of it. And I, I'm very hopeful because I love people wow. and I love, and the, especially the entertainment industry, the theaters, the musicians, the, the places that support that kind of stuff. Hurting. Yeah, really. You know, you know, we were, everybody was on board. I don't care what anybody else has to say about it. You had your knuckleheads out there that were, and not knuckleheads, you had your assholes out there that were, you know, I'm not going to wear a mask, whatever. Yeah, that's just, and that blind. I get it. That's your thing. Cool. But I'm not going to make other people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't think that the mask does any good, but I'm going to wear it, you know, when I'm out and about and in public and whatnot. But now we've got vaccinations and we have information. We have the statistics that show that Texas is doing just as good as California. And, you know, we have our businesses open to 100%. And Texas, our, our, uh, COVID cases are dramatically, they're just falling very quickly. And California, they can't even keep up with our rate. Like, they're, they're having trouble with, uh, with COVID at a rate that's not even parallel to ours. Um, it is hard to tell the difference because I haven't been in that space. I've only lived well, in and Austin. I, I, I'm just regurgitating yeah. what I'm hearing from, from people on the podcast that I, I listen to. And that seems to be the case. So what are we doing? Why are we still playing these games? And I get it. If you want to wear a mask, I think you should wear five. I think you should wear all five masks. <laughs> I think you should walk backwards and shave your butt. Maybe. I don't know. You noticed? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fiver shaver. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. But we, you know what? It's, it, God damn it, it's time. There needs yeah. to be shows. There needs to be music. There needs to be comedy. And... If you don't want to go, don't, don't go. go. There's vaccines. There's all this. There's there's all these measures, and we're over. It's yeah. It's over a year into this shit now. Well over a year, and, and I would we say we need to be able to get back into it. Take precautions. I'm and more if you have a compromise. now. If you would have talked to me three months ago, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I would have felt exactly the same. But no, I'm, I'm just you. and and, and, yeah. and I'm I'm on your side too. Like I've kept a tight lip on this. I I just I don't go around telling people how fucking ridiculous this is but and i yeah. don't think it was ridiculous at all for a certain period of time and then it started to become kind of ridiculous and then really ridiculous and now it's just the most absurd shit ever you know we've got the data to back up the fact that we need to get these businesses back up and going yeah. and i'm i i understand everybody has a different situation and if you have a situation where you're coming in contact with somebody that is immune compromised then you need to take extra precautions. But we yeah. can't keep this shit shut down any longer. Yeah. We just can't. People are, I mean, suicide's through the roof. Um, I, I, w- I don't know if I heard this on a podcast or if this is somebody that I know, but um, alcoholism. People are having like liver failure and kidney yeah. failure left and right. Yeah. What are you talking about? Hey, cheers. Uh, <laughs> right, I don't right. know what. <laughs> to, to tomorrow's <laughs> liver failure. Um, but that's a real problem. You know, and that, yeah, the, the, 
that's the individual that is responsible for that. But I mean, let's not pretend like that's not a result yeah. of, you know, if these things are happening during or after as a result of it, that's something to be considered too. People need to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I run. Yeah, you can't be shut down forever, and local businesses need to be open. And I'm, I'm, and I like. I like Texas' stance on it, really, you know. I, I mean, feel like we did good, right? T- t- I mean, for the most part, I might be... We pulled you know, the trigger a, maybe just like different a couple weeks too soon, but there, there's it's working out. I think everybody has different scenarios in their families. Exactly. And, yeah. and they, exactly. They, and, and so I, personal. I encourage... And you're like, right, you're right. And, it, you know, if you feel like you you need or want to wear a mask like we should support that in my opinion um, yeah yeah I, you know i have a I have an 11 month old son and and i'm extra cautious sure. because of that um and on top of that it's it's a selfless thing you know it's not protecting me to wear a mask but if i were to be a carrier um you know i'm i'm actually considering here we are saying all this while no one here has a mask but um, right but you've it, both been vaccinated. True, true. So, um, I think it. I've heard that it takes two weeks, so I I could still be. But in that case, you get your vaccination early. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, you get I, your antibodies early. But it, it's it's been the worst part is I think is that it's just created a further divide in our in our country in in a time where we really need to just like come together. Hundred percent. I agree. I'm, I'm with I, whatever we can do to bring us together for sure. Yeah, and, like and and that's why I I said earlier like I, I I'll wear the mask. Yeah, but let's get the stuff. Let's get things going. I'm not an anti-masker because I understand that other people feel like it's important, so I wear the mask. Exactly. Like you know, and, and if if y'all had a shown up and wanted to keep your masks on, I don't <laughs> I don't know if I could have done it. Yeah, like, but I mean, in every other situation, you know, Home Depot today, I was wearing a mask. Yeah, if I go anywhere public, I'm wearing a mask for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. But it's not, it's not for me. It's yeah. just because I just don't want anybody to feel like I'm trying to be the guy that's yeah. No one, I don't want to disrupt or, anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm not here to. Yeah, just like real life, I just want to do my thing, love everyone, and. Get out of the way, you know. For sure. Glenn's the best. Glenn's the best. But I I want more comedy clubs open. Like right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Truth. I mean, the live, live music, live comedy, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna take, take a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, It's gonna be weird getting it all rolling again. Well, let's talk about some strolls. Now, did... Did baseball just open? Opening day. Yep. Yeah. It was. It was opening day. Who threw the pitch? Uh, that would be. I, I'm. I'm not an extremist. Honestly, it's okay. It's okay. I did look I'm at their Instagram today, but I can't remember. I, I'm so far out of sports. Like I just. I didn't. I had no idea that baseball was still around. I kind of <laughs> knew, and I saw his throw shirts, but like this Bob Zula movie that Brandon wrote. I he he cast me to play the baseball coach. The most important part. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Don't think about it. It's true. But then after the Great movie, job. after the Good movie job. was done, this is the kind of filmmaker Brandon is. Like, I guess the the Strohs <laughs> went through the controversy and lost their coach because of the signals. 
and he calls me up. And ironically, I, we did oh. a, we did a different film that I changed my name. I had to change Brandon's name in my phone because we played he, Jack Boone. So I got a call from Jack Boone, and I forgot that I changed <laughs> my name. And he's called, "Hey, you want to be want to play an Astros coach in this little?" St-? I'm like. Jack Boone, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, Jack. Like, I, I he think, agreed to it. He agreed, <laughs> I totally agreed to it. I was like, he didn't know who I was. <laughs> just like even pulling into here, I was like, if I die, I drove right into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I try to hand out disclaimers when people show up here. Like, anytime I have a female guest on, I'm like, you bring whoever you want. Yeah. I mean, if you're fine with coming up to my place then just know that it's cool if you bring like three different people it's this totally is a very fun. safe environment I'm yeah throw that thank you yeah <laughs> but very safe very fun this is great good but, area nice yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well, but brandon wrote a little bit part so i play a little role like i that i want to be the new astros coach and i think you're just always thinking of film like that yeah it, always thinking a little bit sir that that was a so we made an additional thing that I posted today after the movie was made using B roll of the high school baseball players, mm-hmm. him as the high school baseball coach, submitting a video resume to the Astros to be the new manager. <laughs> and yeah. it's it's pretty funny. It's, it's pretty, pretty funny. Awesome. But he But again, I don't know anything about baseball, but like I get a call from Brandon, I'll just do it. Like Put me in coach. Astros, <laughs> you need a coach. I'm your guy. <laughs> yeah. Let's throw the heater, baby. Yeah. That'll, that'll look good on the YouTube video. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, exactly. I don't know. He did like a full scene for you if you're not uh, watching the YouTube <laughs> well, what, video. What camera Check are we looking out. at? No. Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> camera are we? Which? <laughs> the one. The nice. one that needs to be replaced. The one that wasn't stolen, actually. Oh, did you have some? Oh, yeah. When people st- steal art products, I get so pissed. Your, or, or anything, your really. tools. Yeah, your tools, yeah. things that you use to make a living. Oh, yeah, um, I was actually in the process of kind of winding, not to a close, but just down because I didn't have time for it. I started a, a social media marketing company, which, yeah, no, <laughs> doesn't make a lot of money up front. Yeah. So I was just kind of playing around with that, and uh, I was in the process of kind of winding that to a to a neutral, not not a not, not a stop, not a go, but somewhere in the middle. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But somebody busted out the window of my truck, took my camera bag, and inside that, I still have all the lenses, the body, but I it I I don't have now some of the key components to my camera. He's he's a camera guy. He probably. Well, Not that he has your camera, but what what kind of camera was it? Were you in Deep Ellum? <laughs> Speak truth. Where were and you? Windows but, are hard to break. A window gets broken in that movie, by the way. Oh. Um, Did you break it? Your car? Or the car? No, no. There? The car <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, in Bob Zula. I was like, that, yeah. that, that was an expensive scene. It was a crowbar. Maybe to save money, you just broke the window to my car, and then bonus, <laughs> you got a camera out of it. Actually, three cameras out of it. That is some guerrilla filmmaking. That's it. <laughs> Dang, that's that sucks. But that's why we're filming on that. Not yeah. not that we don't like you. Yeah, it's little a little GoPro. Ca- little GoPro 6, 5, something. Yeah. It works out. Shoots 4K. Does good in basic-ass lighting with a... But camera, I mean, that's technology is expensive, let's face it. Yeah, but it's yeah. getting a lot cheaper, man. Um, yeah. Now, I was looking at mirrorless 
cameras the other day? Just the the straight DSLR. Is it DSLR? Is that right? Yeah. Those are the mirrorless. What's um? There's so like in a traditional camera with the lens and the big body. There's a there's a mirror in there. Yep. Okay. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Right. So the DSLRs, those are mirrorless. It is just straight back to the sensor. Just yeah. That's digital. Yeah. And so I want to say. What was this 2015? I just started kind of getting into photography. Like I was like, I want to take pictures, so I bought just a basic like the kit, you know, uh, Nikon 5300 with. I'm interested. You know, yeah, what do you take pictures? What do you? What? Do you, what was your subject matter? Um, so I was just trying to figure it out, <laughs> but so when I bought this thing, my idea was I'm going to go up to the first. I was in the military for 12 years. I'm going to walk you. up. Thank you for your service. Well, thank you for being on my podcast. <laughs> hey, I think you. <laughs> it's the least for, I could do. Thank you for doing your taxes. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> no, thank you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, I walk up to my first sergeant. I'm like, hey, I want to be the unit photographer. He's like, cool. You got a camera? Like, yep. First sergeant, I got a camera. We got some Marines going up on the Blackhawk tomorrow. They're going to be jumping out of that helicopter. And uh, if you want to, you can go with your camera. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> so they they take us up and um, these guys they start barrel barrel rolling out of the Blackhawk at eleven thousand feet. Which, by the way, helicopters are not supposed to go that high. Like they're just I don't think I mean I don't know a lot about helicopters. Yeah, I don't all know. I know is that the sound changed on the ground. It was like we got up to eleven thousand. It was like oh my god! And before we left, the pilot was like, "Listen to me, I don't like taking this thing up to eleven thousand. So we're going to get there and then you're going to get the fuck out of my helicopter and we're coming back down. So these guys are just like, I mean, they're, Damn. you know, they're strapping up, they're checking shit, they're getting ready. And then we hit 11,000. The pilot's like, come on, time to go. Gives them the signal and they just start jumping. Is this, this is like, this is like week one of me owning a camera for the first time. <laughs> so these pictures, don't I mean, miss a shot. <laughs> and, and this is where you know, I, w- I was talking about like, you know, the art is in the, you know, post-production. This is what I meant by that. Because oh, yeah, yeah. my camera was really not that good of a camera. And my pictures were kind of dog shit because I didn't know what I was doing. But I cleaned up a lot of it in post-production. I went and I got uh, Adobe Lightroom or whatever and just played with it. And But anyway, so I don't really know anything about photography except well, for a little bit that i've played with in my contract i do say like my i do need to prove the post show <laughs> i'm kidding you say that again <laughs> my my acting contract i need to see like the the cleanup mm-hmm. on the so i'm kidding bad joke bad joke i was totally over my head i'm sorry yeah i was over my head that was, that <laughs> <couldn't even completely. laughs> that's hey. okay i mean i'm should we i think we should keep it in yeah i think we for authenticity yeah for sure <laughs> i I but, think you're saying you'd like to see the film before it gets released? Is that, yeah, that, I think that's what I was going I for. But I see the film before oof. it's a thought. Are you on Family Guy right now? I pay my you makeup guy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, let's talk about helicopters, though. Isn't, Do you like we, helicopters? Aren't I mean, we gonna, nothing like F9s. Aren't we going to fly the first helicopter on Mars, like April 11th? What? I'm yeah. really having trouble with what you're yeah. saying right now. Is that true? true. Is that true? Wow. That what? is true. And this is this it, a test, uh, uh, SpaceX thing? Yeah, it's never been done before. And this. Why would you do this? The rotation of the speed is like 
four or five thousand times the average speed on Earth because their atmosphere is so light. Sure. So there's in, no air, and that's why, like, when you mentioned like way up that high, it was like the sound difference. So they're gonna do that crazy stuff on Mars. Well, if the air is thinner than yeah. It, it has to go like five. Well, that's five. that's the so thing much about faster. that's the thing about going high. Excuse me. That's the thing about going. The air's lighter, I think. Or well, something? it's thinner. Yeah, it's thinner. there's not as much up there. Yeah. So if the air is thinner, it makes go. the rotation slower, or maybe it seems slower. Maybe the sound's slower because it like, would seem like it would have to be faster because you're pushing less, so you have to work harder. I think that's what. There's no, I don't know. There's no sound in space. Well, there's maybe there's because sound on there's Mars. no air pressure. I well, guess it all gets lost because Mars has no atmosphere, right? So why the fuck are they using a helicopter? Yeah, it's like a shitty bar. <laughs> all right how's it going yeah that was good. the best one tonight <laughs> i've got a button for that but i'm really bad at picking the right one so i'm not gonna do it there's like there's like laughter here but I mean, if i keep it real low you man. have a laugh track <laughs> that oh damn okay. you're like you got it's like a little eight it's nice. that one i just i don't know Code people, yellow, code yellow. People, <laughs> people that listen to this podcast probably get so tired of me hitting those buttons, but I'm like, I know I got a sound effect for that. Let, give me a minute and let me just figure out which goddamn one it is. So, hey, a tip for you don't name your bar Mars. Yeah. Just no say, atmosphere. No atmosphere. Bitches. <laughs> is, it, is it true that you have a big following in India? Well, so here's the thing. If <laughs> very secular, hey, let's put it this way: eleven percent of my listeners are in India. How about that? Really? Yeah, that's good. And here's another stat: since we're going to talk stats, I found I went onto this website months ago. It's called Chartable, and you can like plug in some stuff, and it will start monitoring your podcast like analytics for you. Oh, and uh, I just happened by it a couple days ago, and I was like, eh, let's see how that's going. And I looked at it, and it said I was like the 7,000th, 800th something most popular podcast. Nice. Yes. Well, hold on. So it gets better. <laughs> and that is globally on all categories podcast, right? Okay. Ooh. And I'm like, nice. huh, how many podcasts are there? So I looked it up. There's 1,950,000 podcasts. And I'm like, fuck, that is a lot of podcasts. Heck yeah. So I sent that to my buddy. I was like, that ain't bad. You know, that's 7, great. 7,000 something. That doesn't sound that bad. And he broke it down and he sent back a message. He's like, yeah, bitch, you're doing a lot better than you thought you were. That's 0.35%. That is, you are in the 0.35%. I'm not in the top 1%. I'm in the top 0.35%. <laughs> I was like, huh. Well, when you put it that way. That's. But but here's the Numbers. thing. Numbers. Exactly. It's so stupid because there's close to 2 million podcasts right now. Yeah. But nobody's putting anything out. Most podcasts have less than 14 episodes. And most of the podcasts, by far, they started, they did some stuff, and they just quit. Just like forgot so about it. So to say like, oh, wow, you know, there's 2 million podcasts out there. It's like, it's like saying there's 2 million books. Yeah. 2 million books over the span of... You know, 10, 12 years, whatever. That's not that many. I don't feel like. And so there's only... Unless, unless you got to write them, you know. So maybe I'm actually coming in last, but there's only 7,800 books out there that anybody's still reading, you know. 
but mean, it's it's fun to look at the numbers. Yeah, I think it's that's kind of crazy as as like artist. I would you're definitely an artist. You're an artist. Yeah, when you start trying to put things out there, you, I don't think you can't. I don't think you should concentrate on the numbers game. No, you should content no. concentrate on the content game. Yeah, put absolutely. Good content out there. But every once in a while, popping in, looking yeah, at it, that it yeah. makes you feel good because, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of a one-way conversation between us and, and the listeners. You know, I, I don't get to hear back from them very often. How but, y'all doing out there? But you can. Hope you're doing well. Hope yeah. your night is amazing. I hope your morning's great. <laughs> Brush those teeth twice. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> yeah. It's really important. Don't we're forget all, behind the giving, ears. We're all giving the camera some love if you're looking at the YouTube. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... Yeah, and I I I tell everybody almost every episode like you can you can send me a MP3 voicemail, holler at me, tell me you're listening, tell me yeah. what you liked, what you didn't. Media at FortWorthRoots.com. Yeah. That's my plug. You got a plug? Like what kind of plug? Like where do, where do you want your attention going? Like you're on a podcast, you know. <laughs> We wanted to meet. We wanted to be cool. But, hey, you do want some attention. So yeah. if anybody's going to come try to find you, and they will because yeah. you have amazing content. Appreciate that. You've got movies. You've got shorts. you got a lot to offer. Where, where, where do they need to go first? Uh, where are you it, most active? I mean, Amazon Prime. The okay. Bob Zula. But aren't Brandon uh, Reich Films on YouTube? Yeah, Brandon Reich Films on YouTube. You see a lot of the short content, sketches, short films. Bob Zula on Amazon Prime. That's a hot one. My personal SoundCloud, C underscore Hoff, if you want to listen to some music. SoundCloud. Yeah. Hold on. Do you have like a whole music thing going on? Uh, Yeah, I'm a musician also. We didn't talk a lot about that. Nah, we're here to talk about film. Oh, we're here to talk about you. (laughs) It's a renaissance man, really. Yeah, I'm a a singer-songwriter. Yeah. Okay. And And a painter. I'm a painter also. Okay. Yeah. So don't don't get it confused. We're here to talk about you guys. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's a gallery right now at, at South Lamar. Yeah, I, I, I got this. Jesus, what? <laughs> yeah, he's incredible. You're just gonna not say anything. <laughs> so South Lamar, where, where, well, where's no. your art being shown off at? Now this is a little the thundercloud subs. <laughs> I love that place. Yeah. Wait, there's um, one on six twenty, right? There's one on South Lamar and Mancheck. That's the one I'm is currently that, in. Because I, I was there today. You um, were there? Well, I wasn't. I didn't go in. I, I was by oh, it. I was damn. right down the street, and I saw that, and I thought, did, wasn't I at the one on 620? Is there not a thundercloud on uh, 620 up? There's a, there's a ton of them in Austin. Okay. It, a, so it probably was. Mm-hmm. So I, but the one I went to, I was like, oh, this is like grassroots, homegrown kind of thing. Um, but then but, I but, saw that one, and that's what drew me. That's what made me think. I mean, of during it. the COVID, I, I did a lot. I did a lot of paintings. I, yeah. I really did, like especially at the beginning when we really locked down. And I, I mean, I've I've been an art educator for twenty years, so I, I'm a painter, sculptor. What kind of do you do? Like oil or what? What kind of? I mostly use acrylic paint just because it's uh, it dries fast and yeah. it's it's cheaper. I'm painting on three D surfaces right now, which just kind of gives it a, a very kind of interesting effect. Three surfaces at once. A three, yeah, it's not a flat surface. So I, I get these boards, masonite boards, uh-huh. and then I paint or, or cut out random shapes of like f- inch uh, foam mm-hmm. and glue them on there, and then to do a, a straight up picture on that. So it's like, so it's like it's a it's a, a visual painting on a three D surface. It's really really, really cool. cool stuff. Kind of interesting. It's, it's got great style. 
So will you? Uh, I don't know if yeah. you have, you you will have my number before you roll yeah. out of here, but I'll I'll send you a. a I was my email. I was carving out of some foam the other Dude, night, just kind of doing that. That's cool as shit. That's kind of cool. That looks like like, uh, like rock, maybe. Kind of a self-portrait on a three D surface. Damn, dude. <laughs> okay, so like these pictures that you're showing me, I, I can I put them on the the video? Yeah, for sure. I'll send you all this stuff. And uh, send me a link so I can send people to, <laughs> over to your content. Gallery. Damn, man, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank so you. So that's not thunder thundercloud. That is thundercloud. That's so, thundercloud. Yeah, I mean, I made it look like a gallery. It's like. Oh, okay. I go in there all the time, and like the walls were so boring. I was like, "Shit, man, I got that's these, awesome." I got these. Yeah, games. they got it set up like a like a freaking MWR for a military base. Yeah, it looks pretty good. <laughs> well, I I mean the I see the tables, and I'm imagining blank walls without your art. I, that's so funny. They don't have much going on there, so yeah, they they needed your art for sure. That's like one a little closer. Damn, you weren't kidding about that mustache, bro. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's this Burt Reynolds. Get out of here, man. Make way for a real mustache, man. <laughs> That's intense. That's so funny. Almost as tense as the art. That's so funny. Very cool, man. But thank yeah, yeah. Send me all the stuff because I want to put that on the the video and I want to put links up for you. That, no, yeah. I I told you this is you know the we have a pretense for being here, but no, oh, this is about yeah. you guys. But it's it's like telling. St- I I am into the art of telling stories. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. That's what Brandon does, and he just facilitates that so well. And being on camera is fun. It, it's challenging. It it's. I love the gorilla style of like we talked about. You talked about that film from oh wherever. yeah botched yeah. But Brand working with Brandon is like working with a true. You have the sensibility. You have that fun in you, but yet you. <laughs> Have the the planning, the technology, and you make shit look good, I and it's so amazing. Appreciate put that. all the pieces <laughs> together. Yeah, it's I, true. I kick myself I wouldn't uh, mention this, but um, that you love that that, pic- that picture up there. Um, I've been carrying that around with me since I was. Ebbets. It is a classic. E- Ebbets is his name, I think, the photographer. But he does uh, it have him on there? It just says uh, lunch. A top skyscraper, uh, I, Rockefeller Center. I, could, I don't see an artist's name on there, but I could be wrong. But I, I, I love it. Studied in New York for one year, and this picture, you know, is iconic. And and I made a sketch. Did you really uh, recreating these guys? So it's on my YouTube channel as well. Yeah, like I had to. Yeah. Did you green screen like they're sitting just on the? Yeah, I, that's so I, funny. I was interning at a studio, and they let me just like have it for a day, and we built that little beam and called up a few friends and we do you know anything about this that's amazing i mean it, how legit is this photo it's incredible. is it all about the angle or i mean are they literally because it it's i says, think they're on their lunch break aren't they yeah they're way up there that's, look at that i would charles ebitz i need to google it or something buddy yeah it's an incredible yeah get with me if you have time and just send me something yeah, I'd love to see I'd like that to one see too. Your sketch, man. Yeah, that, that's it's a, old, old. It was back in the. Yeah, but it's it was, a, it was one it, of my favorites for sure. That yeah, yeah I uh, I. Is that he, like your Blackhawk photos? I would like to see your Blackhawk photos. Oh yeah, I took this back yeah. in 1932. <laughs> yeah, no, I I I needed something for my walls in like my first apartment, and I that was the thing. That was the only thing out of all the bullshit at uh, Hastings in Abilene, Texas, that I found that I wanted on my wall. 
Wow. And it is. I've carried it with me everywhere, and I have no idea how it survived. You see that shitty little plastic frame? Mm-hmm. But it's made it, and uh, it's gone in every single place I've ever lived. I wonder if those guys are still alive. They might, they'd be no, old. they're dead as shit, dude. Yeah, they died from asbestos poisoning yeah. a week after this photo. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but did any of you have like vertigo, fear of heights? I don't have a fear of heights. I have a healthy understanding of gravity. <laughs> so no, and I mean it. Like I'm not yeah. like I'll get up on some shit, but if I don't feel safe, I'm like fucking. This is not yeah. good. Yeah. You know, for sure. Due to wind or balance or whatever. Or, yeah, I want to strap on me. You want to? I'm sorry. What? Because <laughs> that, yeah, that just—I mean, uh, in, in, in yeah, like the audio sense, that sounded just. Uh, anyway, so yeah, no. I, how about you? Fear of heights? I, yeah, you know, ironically, it's something that has, as I've gotten older, I yeah, I don't like to go to near, on the edge of anything. I don't. Yeah, know? I don't need to go to the edge. I don't really. Yeah. I was at a uh, house the other day, and I'm not used to this because it's Austin. But it, or on this side of town, the hill country, or at the edge of it, these foundations sit on top. Yeah, I don't trust the railings. I don't, I don't know. Well, who it's made not that. even that. Like these are new constructions, right? It's new home. The the foundation for the homes at like one corner will be like fifty feet, sixty yeah. feet yeah. tall. And you go out there, yeah, and it's new construction. There's no glass, no railing, no nothing. So you're just like, hey, <laughs> take a little peek over the edge. You're like, no, don't do that. No, I, I get that feeling. Like, I understand oh, it for sure. I don't like it. Like, if some asshole came up and pushed you, you're dead. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Why is this open? Like, should we not? <laughs> or, or some of the modern ones just have the, the glass. Like, I'm, if, I can, if I can see through it, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm cool if there's a little bit of glass there. That would be all right. Because, like, you got to really push me now. Yeah. you got to put some effort into it. I'm happy it's there, <laughs> but I'm just, I don't, yeah, it's scary. Are you, are you afraid of heights at all? Afraid of falling to my death. Is that the same thing? Yeah, it's the respect for gravity we were yeah. talking about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I'll get on an airplane, a helicopter. I'll go stand yeah. on something tall. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't bother me. I don't get vertigo. You right. Know? I do a little bit. I yeah, just got to say, okay. and I, I'm not it's proud right. of it. And we're here for you. Yeah. No. This is no. the, the trust podcast. This is, this is the trust tree? <laughs> yeah, the trust tree. The one, gr- <laughs> the one ground level trust tree? I thought we were, I thought we were in the tree. We're not in the I tree. We, yeah. thought, you know, when I go to Off Guard, you know, you meet someone. I don't know, what, I don't know if they... No. You might wonder what kind of underwear she's wearing. I yeah. don't know. There you go. Watch old school yourself. <laughs> that's an old school reference. Yes. Game changer. The entire scene we just did there. That I love that movie. I love that movie too. Uh, you know, so Will Ferrell is a uh, goddamn so many good things. Have you seen, uh, oh, where's the one? Don Reddy and I Sell Car Bitches. Um, oh, I can't remember. Anyway. You're not last your first or is no, no, you're thinking of uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah. The one I'm talking about, like nobody has seen apparently. Like I had never heard of it, and somebody just gave it to me one night. And uh, it's about a, a car dealer, and it's Owen Wilson's brother. What's his name? Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. So it's Luke Wilson, and he's trying to sell cars, and there's a bunch of cameos, and some of the main characters are like pretty mainstream too. I feel like I'm... Oh, you've probably seen this movie. Yeah. It's so good. I'm a big Will Ferrell but, man. But Will Ferrell, the way, he dies at the end because he goes jumping out of an airplane for like a promotional. He's gonna like land there with the parachute and whatever. You remember the ending? 
Nah. He pulls the ripcord and it's a bag full of dildos. <laughs> oh, no. And so, like, as he's falling to his death, there's like these, all these sex toys like floating around his face. He's like, you know, actually, I kind of saw it ending like this. Like, it's just, I don't know. The whole fucking movie was ridiculous. It was so good. That's the name of that movie. Luke. That's, that sounds funny. Yeah. And uh, huge Wes Anderson fan. And that's the Wilson brothers and oh. the older brother. That yeah. was, was the filmmaker of the three UT alums. Yeah, which one are we talking about now? Luke is an actor, owns an actor. Well, and but their older brother has made a few films. I don't know about him. He's in uh, Bottle Rocket. I think oh, it's God. one of the few movies that you're gonna whoop my ass on movie knowledge. I can tell you that. That's Killing all I, me. That's all I got. But Dallas, so. the Dallas made movie actually. Well. Yeah. Not a lot of those, I don't think. The, it, there are quite a quite a few uh, series shows, uh, TV Ro- shows are made up there. RoboCop, one of really the, one of the RoboCops. I think it was maybe two. Schwarzenegger, really? Uh, no, or no, that's like that's Stallone. <laughs> it could I have don't been. Know who the hell? I don't no, think it, was it wasn't Stallone. It was, it was some anybody. like his no, face is yeah, covered and it fucked his career up because he was like in a movie, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you hate that it role. Like, alone. You're the lead character, but you wear the mask the whole time. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Oh, shit, guys, it's late. I love yeah. uh, taking these to the full measure, but, uh, you know, schedules, right? Well, we are so, so we glad to, we had to, to be get here. started late. Yeah. And, and even the invite here was definitely to yeah. support this guy. Well, but it's 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 yeah. on you, man. I mean, I'm always looking for interesting guests, but you you did this. You yeah. you put that post out, and I mean that the moment they approved my thing, I went down. I didn't go like scrolling through. It was just like right there. I'm like, that looks fucking cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so right on top of it. So you 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 did this. This is 100 percent you. And if you guys have never met Brandon out there, I'll just say, say this very short. He's a very sensitive, uh, <laughs> super nice guy, but like and not. You're super funny, but like you're you're generally just kind of chill. But like, yeah. but you write these scripts that are just audacious and wild. Like, but but you're you're really I, gentleman. You're, you're I, a gentleman. I didn't get that? Like, I I I was unarmed before you got here. But when you walked through the door, I was like, let me go get my let me get my Glock forty three and just put it right here, just in case. Because this guy, he's a he looks like a hard roller. He's a handsome man. Uh, I, all right, this is getting weird. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right, well, um, so we talked. We talked about where to find you guys with your your links. Do you have any other uh, avenues you want people to reach out to you at? Do you have an email whenever people are ready to hire you for the next uh, uh, Avenger movie? Look for my butter sculpture at the upcoming Texas State Fair. Okay, got some some good butter. Going, there. going you, for that blue ribbon. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready, kidding. I'm ready to make the next Avengers movie. Like, yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm you ready. Got for it. it. I saw your short. I know you can do it. I'm, I'm shooting for First Blood. We're gonna do Second Blood. Yeah, it's Fantastic Four is coming. Uh, probably X Men. Actually, they just earned the rights uh, to Marvel. Um, it's been a little negotiation with Sony. It's been <laughs> rocky, so they're probably <laughs> heading over to Netflix. Well, anyway, you got my vote. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all for being here. And uh, can we do it again? Yes. Anytime you got anything going on. Oh, and since you've been on the show, uh, anytime you have something social media wise you want me to blast out, I'll just send it. Just 
tag me, send it to me, whatever, and I'll happily put it on my little social media. Well, thank you network. for having us. I, I, yeah. I can't wait to get into podcasts. And what, thank you for this opportunity. Super fun. Thank yeah, you. Dude, thank you all for being here. Absolutely. And, and we're going to do it again. Cool. And uh, no guns next time. No guns. Mm. I'm out. I'm just kidding. All right. Thank y'all for being here. See ya. Thank you. Peace. Guys, gals, if you did not take away from that episode that these are the two most interesting, most artistic people that you've ever heard from in your entire lives, then it was my fault. I failed you. These guys are incredible. And uh, the more I dig into to, to their work and, and seeing what they've got going on behind the scenes, I'm just enthralled with the creativity. I, I wish to God I had an ounce of that. Uh, it, it's one thing that I really envy out of people with their character is just art, artisticness, their, their ability to pull ideas out of seemingly nowhere. And uh, it's just cool. Can't wait to see what else they're going to produce. Um, and we will. We're going to keep in touch with them and everybody else in Austin. Uh, you know, our time spent in that awesome, wonderful, God-fearing place uh, will not be spent in vain. And I'm now looking for the notes that I lost. Here they are. Um, to give you guys just a quick overview of uh, what happened, <laughs> this little short hiatus. Um, I mentioned this at the intro, but I switched jobs. Um, and I also moved back to Fort Worth. I left Austin, came back to Fort Worth, and uh, I'm glad to be home. I really am. Uh, I, it just wasn't working for me. Uh, the people that I met through the podcast community, our creative friends, our our podcasters, our therapists, our our movie makers, um, uh, it was great. It's wonderful. Wouldn't trade it for anything. But glad to be home. I uh, I did. Whenever I got back to Fort Worth, uh, came into close proximity with that COVID, uh, uh, the variant or whatever. Nasty stuff. Knocked me on my ass. Scared the shit out of me. And, uh, you know, I'm not a COVID denier by any means. I mean, episode, I think, two or three with uh, Ashley Meyer. Um, you know, she talked about going to New York and, and being part of a 500 nurse team that was they were there to, to relieve the, the, the nurses and the the, the staff that had been working tirelessly to, to stay ahead of the numbers uh, in New York. And uh, what's crazy about that situation is now here we are, you know, 2021, uh, August, and uh, the hospitals in Fort Worth, Texas are just completely overwhelmed. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, and I don't know that I can I personally can, can say, hey, we should all go get that vaccine because... It's just a lot of weird information about that. It's it's scary, you know. Um, and uh, but one thing you can do is is understand that that it, this is a real situation. I don't think it's going anywhere. I, I think we can all agree that this is just going to be part of life, probably forever. You know, does the mask work? Does it not work? Who cares? 
wash your hands. Wash your hands and try to minimize uh, you know, indoor public activities. Do whatever you can because these nurses, they're exhausted. These, these respiratory therapists, these phlebotomists, these uh, radiologists, these, everybody that's working in the medical field is exhausted. And uh, I, I spent a few days in, in the hospital and I got to see this stuff firsthand and it's heartbreaking. Be- not, not, not because of any other reason than it's just hard to watch. These, these people that you know have been putting up with this since it, it came into our lives. And they're not getting a break. And it's getting worse for them. Because there are some people that are tapping out. You know, they got nurses leaving in droves. Like, fuck this. I can't do it anymore. And um, so anyway, all that just to say, you know, for what one fool's perspective is worth, it's not a bad idea to wash your hands. It's not a bad idea to (laughs) try not to breathe on people. Um yeah, it's it's bad. It's real bad. I'll tell you what, I almost took this dude out. So anyway, feeling good. Um, everything's fine for now. But man, we we sure as a as a society, as a worldwide uh, entity, as a as a human race, we could we could use a break. So if uh, if if maybe you could decide to err on the side of caution or whatever. I'm not telling you to wear a mask. I'm not telling you to get the vaccine. But just know that it's it's an issue. And, uh, uh yeah. Anyway. All right. I felt like I had to say something because I just came out of that shit. Uh, but back to podcast world. That intro that you heard, and I'm going to play it again here at the end, is from Matt Novesky. And, uh, that gentleman is in the band. Hold on, I'm not. I'm not screwing this up. Icarus Bell, and and the song that the uh, the clip is from is called Bones. And the the more I dive into Matt Novesky's work, uh, just like our friends uh, Brandon and Clint, I'm just I'm blown away by the creativity. And Matt uh, has a lot of different things going on. He's uh, he's part owner of Orb Recording Studios in Austin, Texas. He is the uh, front man for Icarus Bell. It's a two-man band. Um, and uh, he's also the the uh, bassist for Blue October. Uh, and I, on a, if I'm going to be completely honest, whenever um, Lucas, Jesus Christ, when Lucas Peterson told me about Blue October and his band, I was like, oh, Blue October, Blue October, who's that? Listen to one song, and and you'll be oh yeah okay I remember, and then continue to listen to their music because it's great and they have a huge following and they have a huge following because uh, the lead singer for Blue October and the entire band and everybody that works with them they're just incredible people and they're putting out quality content all the time. Uh, so the intro music provided with permission to use by Matt Novesky. Matt is the front man for the band Icarus Bell, uh, owner of Orbs Recording Studios in Austin, Texas, and is the basis for the bl- the band Blue October out of Houston. That's where that band's out of. Um, thought I'd read that off, but that's going to be direct. That's going to be in the show notes. Um, links to everything in the show notes. 
And uh, Matt, a huge thank you, man, for the privilege to share some of the, the newest art uh, coming out of your studio here on Fort Worth Roots. Sincerely looking forward to future creations made by you and Orb Studios uh, family. Yeah, I had, I had to read some of that off because it's been so long and I've been so out of touch with this podcast, but in the middle of all of it, taking notes, typing stuff up, and um, it's there. Thank you guys uh, for, for being so patient. Thank you to Brandon Wright and Clint Hoffmeister uh, for waiting so damn long for this episode to come out. Thank you to Matt for you know, giving us the music and also waiting forever to hear something to, to come out of it. And uh, we've got two more really powerful episodes that have already been recorded. One with Jackie Rose, uh, who is also an affiliate of Matt's and uh, records out of uh, Orb Recording Studios in Austin. And then uh, we do an episode with Matt. And um, now it's time for me to get back on the ball, man. Um, it's, it's It's been disheartening. Uh, the amount of time that's passed. Um, but, yeah, man, when you're juggling all this other shit and trying to, trying to keep everything together, it's, uh, there's no excuses for this shit. <laughs> there's, there's not. But, uh, man, hard to keep your head screwed on straight sometimes. But it does live on. We do continue. And um, everything that was important to me in the first episode and all the... Uh, dreams and, and goals that, that have been expressed through all the episodes before this. Um, and and to be honest with you, th- this episode right here, I just sat down and started recording because I'm like, God damn, it's been too long and I got to get this going. Um, uh, performance anxiety or starter's block or whatever you want to call it, I just had to get something going. So I had my notes that I'd been typing up and uh, getting ready to 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 kind of put this episode together, and uh, I said, you know what? I'll just I'll go with it. I'll, I'll read this off and I'll just keep it candid, which is I guess kind of been the theme of the show because I'm terrible at pre- uh, uh, preparing this stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay. I want to get better, <laughs> but I uh, I appreciate you guys um, uh, while. The show has been on autopilot for the past few months. Uh, people continue to listen. We continue to pick up support, and uh, that's that's been great. And uh, actually, has kind of added to the anxiety. Like Jesus Christ, these people are putting in more work to the show than I am. But uh, I'm back. I'm in Fort Worth. I've got my feet on the ground. I have a comfortable studio, and um, it, here we go. We're we're getting it going again. So. Um, now if, if you guys have any questions, hit me up media at fortworthroots.com. And I'm not kidding. I, I thrive on any feedback. Um, and I'm talking to you, you're listening to this. You, you listened all the way. Here we are almost 11 minutes into the after show and you're still listening. You're the person I want to talk to. I want you to just tell me something like, Hey man, I think the show would be better if, or Hey, you know, who'd be a great guest or whatever. Tell me what you had for lunch. Anything that comes into media at fortworthroots.com is very, very, very well received. And uh, I can't wait to hear from you. So um, that's it. That's it. 
A big thank you to Brandon and Clint. You guys are awesome. I cannot wait to talk to you guys again. Um, man, and and going back and looking at this and revisiting everything that we did uh, for the recording and and re, you know taking another glance at your work, it's just it lights it all up again for me. All these months later, so I'm excited and I want to see you like right now. Um, Matt, man, thank you so much. Uh, your music's incredible. And uh, thank you for letting us use that as an intro. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. And that's it. That's it. I'm going to shut up. You guys are awesome. I love you. Thank you for being here. I'll see you next week. I will absolutely see you next week. 